This is a Voice in the Wilderness podcast channel. Today's topic is um, quotes from the saints. Um, any any kind of quote from the True Catholic Church can be taken out of context to suit the agenda of whoever's posting it. But first, a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. All that I am, all that I have, and all that I do shall be consecrated to the service, honor, and glory, and exaltation of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and the Heavenly Kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray, Immaculate Heart of Mary, please pray for us. Sacred Heart of Jesus, please pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, amen. Now, to, I'm not sure if I have regular listeners on this particular platform or not, but if I do, when you just heard me do what today's topic is about, you're going to say, well, You covered it. And my answer is, is is that I did cover it. um, I mentioned it in passing. I didn't really get into um, I I didn't really get into the concept. If I'm not mistaken, I might have said in that episode that I was going to cover that concept in greater detail. So if I did say it, here you go. If I didn't say it, here you go. So while I'm at this, before I get into the spiritual context, just not that I expect that I get many seculars on this platform, but even on a secular level, um, quotes can be taken, and I'm talking about secular quotes, can be taken out of context to suit the purposes of whoever's uh, putting out the quote. Um, I don't know if authors still do this or not, but when I was coming up in the 70s and the 80s, whenever um, whenever a novelist wanted to give an, uh, an idea of what a chapter was going to be about, he would use a quote, you know, pick your quote, military, historical, what have you, to kind of make his point. Uh, Stephen King was famous that he he would use music lyrics. He would quote music lyrics to make a point. But for you seculars out there, I just feel the autistic need to point out that 
now that we have the internet and there, there are literally websites that'll give you a quote. But unless you know the background, the context, thank you, Mother Mary Lloyd, the context of the quote, you're going to have no idea if it's being taken out of context or not, which neatly comes back to the topic of today's episode. Um... As, well, (laughs) I have a Pinterest account and a Tumblr account. And because I deal with true Catholicism, I run in all the time into Vatican II sect sources giving out pre-Vatican II Catholic quotes or teachings. And once again, this is one of my themes. And I kind of summed it up neatly at the beginning of the episode. If you don't know the, what the particular about the particular saint that's being quoted, the particular spiritual book, being quoted, or a papal document being quoted, anything that's from the you know the true Catholic Church being quoted, especially if it's by a Vatican II sect member or organization, then if you're ignorant, you're going to get misled. And the example I want to use is there are certain saints popular with Vatican II sect. Um, Saint Therese. I call her Saint Therese is the infant Jesus. Um, the Vatican II sect refers to her as Saint Therese of um, Lazou, because that's where she was from, I believe, was Lazou. Um, or Padre Pio, Pio Pio, they will take their quotes. And because I have 20 years of experience, when they take these quotes, I can look at the quote and understand the context for the most part. But they will quote St. Therese of Lisieux or St. Padre Pio and they'll talk about, don't worry, don't worry, love, 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 don't worry, love. Now, spiritually, if we're trying to be, you know, pious and devout, those are spiritual concepts. They're indeed spiritual concepts. But through my experience with the Vatican II sect, when whoever puts those quotes out there, and sometimes if it's a Vatican II organization, 
I know it's to mislead. If it's a Vatican II sect member, a layperson, they're probably quoting it out of ignorance because it sounds nice. It sounds very, very um, comforting and, and very friendly to the ears. But um, when when ig ignorant people, and I'm talking mainly about Vatican II sect members, when they read, well, don't worry, love, 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 God loves you. They're, number one, the quotes are out of context. So if they're out of context and the person's ignorant, they're being misled. When St. Padre Pio talks about don't worry, he's talking about divine providence. If you, and by the way, I've read his quotes on divine providence, you know, and he, did, he wasn't a saint for nothing. He well understood the concept of divine providence. When he says don't worry, he's saying in trust in divine providence, when he gets quoted out of context with don't worry, what that may tell some people is, well, keep doing what you're doing. God's going to love you anyway. You know, God's going to love you anyway. There's no need to change your life, the, your way of thinking or behavior. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're fine. And then when... St. Therese of Lisieux or Padre Pio gets quoted about love being important. Number one, given in, in today's society and culture, the word love has been corrupted. You know, the word love, the concept of love has been emptied out of any meaning that it once had. You know, and I'll, I'll give you a, a, sec a, a secular example. Um, the word love is, is so taken out of context that will say stuff like, well, I love my favorite sports ball team. Oh, I, I, I love that comedian. He's hilarious. Oh, I love pizza. Uh, I love dogs. And it, it, it's, instead of being, Instead of being a higher concept in our lives, it's been turned into a empty sentiment, for lack of a better term. But as I said, a lot of Vatican II people, the lay people who who take these quotes and the quotes they're getting them from tend to be from Vatican II sources. 
they don't realize when they post these quotes, and by the way, it's not just the saints quotes. They'll, they'll quote papal bulls out of context to, cert, to suit their heretical purposes. They, they will quote spiritual writings out of context. To suit their purposes. And, that, and that's the whole point of when people post. Uh, let me backtrack. The whole purpose when a nefarious organization, <coughs> Vatican, <coughs> uh, or our government, or a think tank or whatever, quotes a quote out of context. It's to mislead. And when people don't understand the context, they don't realize, and let's call a spade a shovel, um, they're being lied to. You're being lied to. And that's one of the reasons why I hammer home incessantly the need to read and to study so that if you come across, you know, if you even bother to, um, you know, go on the Pinterest or Twitter or um, Facebook or um, Tumblr, the context of the quote. Now, I'm going to go circle back to what about the concept of love. The word love in English is taken from the Greek word agape. And I believe the Greeks had several different words, just like we do, for love. But the term agape, if I'm remembering correctly, was a philosophical term where disinterested love was the highest philosophical concept. In other words, if you use the word agape, what you meant was, was that you love completely and utterly in a philosophical sense and that you didn't love selfishly in the sense that you expected anything in return you expected praise and glory you loved for the sake of loving disinterested love and in the catholic context and I could do a whole episode on the concept of the, the Catholic concept of love. The, the Catholic concept of love is we are shooting, if, if we're being pious and devout, we're shooting for disinterested love, agape meaning that we love God and our neighbors 
for the sake of love itself. Now, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds about the the Catholic, the true Catholic concept of love. But um, love, that's another thing too. Today's modern society and culture have turned love into an emotion. Agape is not emotion. It's it's uh, reason. It's reasoned. It's not an emotion. And that's another concept I need to break out here real fast. Um, let me think. Um, as true Catholics... We are not supposed to act out of emotion. Now, when I say this, because we're human beings, emotion cannot be completely divorced from our lives. I mean, unless we're blessed enough to become a saint. But part of attempting piety and devotion part of dying to our inner selves is, is to relegate emotion so that you're going to have occasions of emotion, but that's, you know, they're so far down in yourself that emotions don't really affect how you think or how you, I hate to use this term, feel. That's another term that's been massively, massively misused. Feel. But I I can't, because I'm a limited person, I can't think of any other way to express it. When we quote unquote feel, emotion, if we're, Striving for piety and devotion. Emotion should not enter into it. Or it should be so low that it's, it's uh, for all intents and purposes, it's a non-factor. Anyhow. Um, but um, love as a concept, and I, I've touched on this. In previous episode, love is a concept in regards to our love for our God, uh, for God and His Blessed Mother. Um, it's a duty. Okay, it's a duty. It's ultimately we want to shoot for disinterested love but speaking for myself when I started out on the journey that I'm on right now and I'm not going to lie to a certain degree I have not completely divorced myself of this 
ஆம் I am striving for disinterested love, but there is a segment of me that also serves our Lord and our Lady and the saints in heaven out of a sense of duty. Now, to make myself clear, when I say a sense of duty, you could use the word honor. And the reason that I do this is because Um, for right now, for the most part, I am not capable of disinterested love. So in order to express my gratitude to our Lord, and his blessed mother for what they've done in my own life, I serve them out of a sense of honor slash duty, out of gratitude. Now, um, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying I don't love our, our Lord and his blessed mother. I do. But honestly speaking, the concept of love um even 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 the twisted and malformed concept of modern day society love is something i'm not familiar with and being the modern that i am and before I even started on my journey to God, um, I pretty much recognize that the modern day societal and cultural concept of love was a, a crack of crap. Because anybody who you know, any pagan who's socially aware, or not socially, um, has eyes to see. When some celebrity at the Oscars, oh, I love humanity, I love him, and then turn around like a week or two later and turn around and talk about how they hate conservatives or how conservatives are evil, to anybody with understanding, that's a contradiction. How can you claim to love humanity and then turn around and say, but I hate those conservatives, they're evil. And the same is true in the spiritual life, but I've, I've hammered that concept home ad nauseum. Um... But this has also been a theme, at least in the St. Longinus' Baptism podcast. I'm not so sure about this one. I always say that context is king. I wish I was smart enough to 
to claim credit for the concept, I actually got it off of a YouTuber named Sargon of Akkad. Because he's right. Now, he's an atheist, but as I never get tired of saying, a broke clock is right twice a day. So he's right for the wrong reasons. Context is key. But be, and, and for those who are unsure of what I mean by the term context, I mean understanding the subject or person or persons that are either making the statements or the quotes are coming from or knowing them well enough to know let's let's just say that um well i don't want to get into that but just context is just understanding the subject you know now I'm not saying that uh, understanding a context completely um, is something that a lot of, you know, most human beings can do. They can't. Only God knows everything. But if you study, i.e. the saints, spiritual writers, history of the Catholic Church, you know, if you're familiar with traditional pre-Vatican II Catholic teaching, true Catholicism, you'll know, or you should know, if you have the spiritual wisdom to understand when you're being lied to and when you're not, or if something's being taken to mislead the ignorant. And that goes back to the quote from the um, epistle of the second epistle of St. Peter, chapter 3, verse 16. And got to remember, once again, context is key. He wrote this in like between AD 50 and his martyrdom. And there were you know, even in his day, there were a lot of people, a lot of heretics out there trying to mislead for their own purposes. And as divine providence would have it, when the heresy, the major heresy of Protestantism became institutionalized because it was in the Catholic Bible. It gave us a perfect apologetics tool to point out the errors of Protestantism. Now, this is not what this episode is about, so I'll leave it at that. But... There's that aspect, and there's also the aspect of we don't read scriptures to get into apologetics arguments with people 
that we disagree with. The, the whole purpose of Scripture is to show us what we need to change about ourselves or to understand God's context, what he expects. So, just like heretics twist and distort scriptures to suit their own knowledge, there are people who consider themselves true Catholics who do the same thing. Now, for the sake of charity, I'm going to say, probably out of, out of ignorance, but if you read 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 16, he states implicitly that the ignorant do this. And the last part of that scripture is, to their own destruction. That is why it is so important to know, to, to have spiritual wisdom. Because without spiritual wisdom, without making the effort towards spiritual wisdom, when these quotes get thrown out to mislead you and lead you down a wrong path, if you don't have the spiritual wisdom, you're going to take it at face value to your own destruction. Very simple. So, and... Maybe someday I'll do an episode on the concept. I, I know I did a... Well, I talked about it in a generalized manner on the St. Longinus' Baptism Podcast. But how holy wisdom and cynicism are two different things. And the reason I'm saying this is our, our Lord instructed his disciples and his apostles, be wise as serpents, but simple as doves. So maybe for a future episode, I, I will dig into that particular concept. So... In all things, I don't care. I don't care where you're at. If you're a secular or if you're a person striving toward piety and devotion, just bear in mind context is key. You have to be able to recognize when something's being taken out of context if you do not want to be led astray. So I think this is a good place to close out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time and your patience. I hope and pray that this is of um, that this is edifying for you. I mean, all my episodes, I hope and pray, are edifying for you. And they get you started on the right path. I pray for everyone.
I would like to see as many people get to heaven as possible. But at the end of the day, it is your responsibility. No one else's. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. God bless you. Bye-bye.